What is good, guys? Welcome to the Built Elite Training Podcast. This is going to be episode 16. I'm super excited to be talking to you guys about this one today because it is my passion um, and my desire to build the most muscle on my physique, but as well as an online coach um, to help my clients get to the next level into muscle building. So today, you guys, I'm going to be going in depth with several tactics and tips to help you build muscle, build it the right way, give you guys a couple scenarios, and it is going to be packed with a lot of val- uh, value. If you guys have been listening in, if you're tuning in to the live on Instagram, I appreciate each one of you. I'm very close to 80 downloads um, on Spotify for the Built Elite Training Podcast, so I appreciate, really appreciate each one of you. Um, and so we're going to go into this, but before I kind of go into these tips and these tactics, um, I'm going to really talk about kind of my journey leading up to what I first thought what the build phase was. You know, when I first started training, if you guys have been following me, um, I was 130 pounds, scrawny, very twiggy guy, um, wasn't putting on muscle like I wanted to. My perception and my thought process behind what it took to build um, and do it the right way in a way to build muscle. And when I'm talking about this, um, ladies and gents, you know, this, this being in a build phase is not just for um, <clears throat> gentlemen, you know, build phase is also for ladies looking to put on more muscle, tone up, um, start seeing um, physique changes and actually start seeing the, the muscle size that um, you actually want to see within your physique. And so when I first started, I was so scrawny, I was puny. Um, I didn't really understand what it took. And when I, when, when I was starting my fitness journey and when I was going into it, I always thought I had to stay lean. Like I thought, you know, too many calories was going to gain gain fat, which is true to some extent, depending on who you are and where you are with your goals and your lifestyle, you know, you have to increase calories and part of your macros, which I'll go into that here. Um, but I thought that, um, as I was starting my, my journey, that if I wasn't getting, uh, to that next level, um, you know, I wasn't going to be where I wanted to be, but I thought the way I was going to get there was, you know, eating, so, so I wasn't being serious about how I was getting into the routine, getting into the food, getting into the results with what type of calories I was doing. And so guys, I want to talk about, um, you know, not just from a, an athlete standpoint, but also from a coaching standpoint and also from just my experience of like, what does it take to be in a build phase? Like, what do you need in a build phase? And I really do believe if you are a guy, if you're a gal, uh, no matter these, these tips are going to bring a lot of value to you. So I want to first off with the scenario, say this is your scenario. You just finished a cut. Uh, maybe it was 20 weeks, 16 weeks, whatever it was. Say you lost you know, 15 pounds. You're looking really lean. You're feeling really good. Um, but you're feeling good about your physique, but you know, your energy is starting to lower. Maybe hormones are getting a little wonky. Um, yeah, your body fat is really lean. You're looking and you're like, man, I'm lean now, but there's so much more potential. There's so much more muscle that I could see in my physique. And, uh, I want to talk to my ladies here for a moment. Ladies, when you're hearing me out, when, when I'm doing this podcast, understand that when you're building muscle, I know a lot of you ladies will get confused that if I, if I get 
bigger, if I add muscle, I'm going to become bulky. And you have to understand that muscle is going to help the tone. That, that, uh, that sexy word is, is to tone the physique, but you need to understand that you can't be living on that 1200 calorie diet all the time. It could be, it can different, it can be different calories, but it's typically around that 1200 range. But the first tip guys, I'm going to dive right into here is Number one is to make sure that you're tracking your macros. This is so important after a phase of cutting, because as you cut, this is going to be all dependent on the person, but I'll give you guys an example from my last show. I got down to 2,200 calories, which for some is like, that's still a lot for me. I was dying. Um, but I was at 250 protein. I think I was at like 30 or 40 fat and my carbs got down to, oh, they were probably around 170, 180. Not sure. It was very low for me. Some people are like, that's not very low, Isaiah. <clears throat> it was very low for me. And I was absolutely dying. Um, but as you go into finishing that cut phase, and you're going into that build phase, it is so important to start re-adding that food because as you start re-adding that food, it's not just about increasing your protein, maybe your carbs and fats. And typically after a cut phase, you're, you're typically going to be adding in um, back your carbs and back your fat, depending on how you went. Um, and I'm not going to be talking about like a contest prep theme, but typically you're going to be slowly adding your carbs um, as a coach. I like to see after a cut phase, as I start reverse dieting, someone again, reverse diet is slowly re-adding in that food, those micronutrients, those macronutrients, you're getting your fiber up, you're getting your food back up. But I like to see anywhere between, you know, 20 to 40 grams of carbs or 20 to 50 grams of carbs, um, slowly adding every several weeks. And then you're just seeing how the body responds. But it's super important to understand that you're tracking your macros because after you finish a cut, if you finish a cut and you are not um, actually tracking your macros and you're just starting to mindfully bring in this food, it's very easy depending on where your metabolic rate is. Cause as you go into that deficit, things can slow down. That metabolic rate can slow down. And if you are <clears throat> trying to slowly or trying to just bring in this food, rapid fat gain can happen. And it's just going to spill into your fat cells because your body can't take in all that food. You've been in such a, a deficit for, for such a long time. An example for me, I was in prep for 22 weeks. So after my show, I slowly took that 2,200 calories and I reversed up all the way to 4,000 until my body could actually take it. But just understand guys, that it's really important that you're tracking your calories, tracking your macros. This is something where if you are overwhelmed by even hearing that, or you're like, I have absolutely no idea what I need to do as I need to build my calories back up into this build phase, message me, direct message me on Instagram at Isaiah Bowick message me on my Facebook, Isaiah Bellick, and let's talk <clears throat> and we can figure out where you need to be for those macros. But it's super important that you just take note that I have to track. I got to make sure that I'm tracking these macros and slowly bringing this food up until again, you get to maintenance. This is something super important as you reverse diet, as you're tracking your macros, getting yourself up to maintenance, hang out around maintenance for a couple months. Again, this is going to be dependent on the person, but just kind of see how your body's going to respond start getting your performance back up in the gym, start pushing more glycogen, fill, get more pumps, get more food, start seeing those results, okay? Number two, this is a really big one. 
keep or even increase your steps. Um, this is super important, getting your steps and keeping your steps within the training plan. I understand when you're in a cut, you can be doing cardio. That could be the Stairmaster, which was my famous thing I did. Um, you could be doing, you know, the Stairmaster, some form of cardio, any type of really any type of um, type of cardio. But it's important to keep your steps up. And what I mean by that, you know, when you start going into your bill phase and you're starting to bring up your calories up, you're starting to eat a little bit more food. You're trying not to gain too much fat. It's important because some people, they go into this bill phase and they get lazy. And what I mean, they're just like, oh, I'm just going to eat all this food. I'm going to train super hard. I'm going to train super heavy. I got a word about that later. But they don't move their body other than their workout. So it is super important to understand that when you guys are in this bill phase and you're starting to bring calories into your diet back up, you're starting to slowly see maybe the weight going up just a little bit is good. And it's really important that you guys are putting that you're putting those steps in. And I love, and I'm not saying you have to go spend an hour on the Stairmaster in a bill phase. I don't think that's necessary. What I'm trying to say is if you're in a sunny state, um, go for a walk, get sunlight. This is going to help with your metabolic rate. It's going to help expand those calories. It's going to help with your hormones and your insulin and your stress and getting that sunlight. So your body is activating serotonin, but it's super important. Like for example, for me eating about 4,000 calories a day right now, there's those days I just do not want to eat. And I'll always will look at my step count and I'm the days that I'm not hungry are the days that I just didn't get my walk in. And so this will also really be a benefit for you guys that you are getting your steps in. And, you know, this is going to range, you know, I typically pull a ballpark around eight to 10 K. Um, obviously if you're like a stepaholic and you're doing a lot of steps in the day, eventually say you're doing 15,000 or 20,000 a day, you're going to notice you might not be seeing that increase in the scale, which again, that's just one unit of measurement. I'm not saying that when you're, you're in a bill phase, you have to see the scale moving up every week. This is going to be dependent on the person. Um, you know, some people, they, they go into that bill phase and they see that scale drive up too fast. Typically for me, um, a very steady lean bill phase, and you're slowly bringing those calories up and you're slowly bringing that progressions up. I like to see anywhere between 0.5 to one pound a month. <clears throat> That's going to be you being very, you know, adherent and consistent, but that's the typical, like if you're trying to be right to the dot, that's going to be a great spot, but guys understand, get your steps in. Um, this is something that like after my show was reverse dieting and, uh, it's just so important for your mental health as well. Like, I don't care if you're in a cut phase, bill phase, maintenance phase, and, uh, to be clear, a build phase slowly reversing, getting those reverse foods in because it's it's good to understand that the bill phase isn't just about seeing a, see the scale go up and seeing your muscles grow. The bill phase is slowly bringing calories and it could be, it could also be a maintenance maintenance phase as well within your season of nutrition. That's going to be dependent on where you're at within your goals and with your coach, you know, for me, but overall get those steps in it's going to really improve your mental health and it's going to really improve your insulin sensitivity and just help expand those um those uh those calories throughout the day so you're feeling uh fuller um or just getting hungry when your meals actually are about to come okay um number three you guys know i'm super passionate about this is train hard 
Um, I talked about this in a cutting phase as well. You know, both phases, you got, you got to always train hard. You, you know, there's no, um, you know, I was talking to someone the other day about this. It's like, they're saying, uh, is, is lifting weights ever get easier? Like when I first started, it was hard and I've been in the game for six, seven years and it's still hard. I say, and I was like, dude, man, I totally feel you. Like I've been in the game for training hard for seven years. I'm about to do hack squats tomorrow with the most weight I've ever moved. And it's, I feel like it's harder than when I first started and I was doing half the weight. Um, but you know, your body needs to get that load on to see the growth and to adapt the right way. You can't sit on the same weight. Your body's going to get used to it. You've got to always be pushing more and more. Um, but guys, you've got to train hard. Um, you know, when a four week meso comes, you know, as you're going into this build phase, it's very important that you're tracking your RIR very important that you're tracking your load progressions, your reps progression, and it's just finding that sweet spot. You know, when you go into your build phase, you're going to probably feel like you're on PEDS, performance enhancement drugs. You know, you're starting to slowly increase your carbs. You might be having a refeed in there. You might have a couple more cheat meals in there. And uh, you're going to feel like you're, you're, you're superhuman. All right. And um, it's so important that you're tracking those mesocycles. You know, me as a coach, I do this with all my clients. I have a couple clients here that are just finishing their cut phases for the fall. They're going into their bill phases. They're going to start packing on the muscle, um, packing on the size. And um, it is so important that we are in their mesocycles and their hypertrophy plans tracking that RIR, tracking that load, tracking the reps, tracking the overall volume, um, and just finding that sweet spot. When I say finding that sweet spot, I'm talking about um, kind of where that volume is from, where their minimum recoverable volume is, where their maximum recoverable volume is, kind of where that sweet spot is. Like they're recovering, they're getting a good sore, but they're not training so hard that's taking them, you know, four or five days before their next chest day. They're, they're recovering well. They're getting the amino acids in their body. They're getting the right glycogen. Their um, cells are staying hydrated and they're pushing in good salt amounts. So they're keeping in good blood flow and pump. So it's super important that you guys are tracking all of that. So you're seeing the right um, results. And I just posted a back double buy on my Instagram. And uh, the far, the left picture was me doing a back pose. I wasn't doing a back double by um, just a regular men's physique pose. Um, very lean. I'm like 162, 163 in that picture. The picture on the right, you can clearly see I have a little bit more fat on me, but so much more density, so much more thickness. And that is from doing these, these tips, guys. It's And being able to understand where I'm at in my mesocycle, I'm tracking those mesocycles and I'm doing it in a way that I'm going to continue uh, to see those um, amazing uh, results. So make sure you guys are tracking all of that. And again, if you have any questions about tracking your mesocycles, your monthly training cycles and, and understanding your RIR reps and reserve, your load progressions, um, your reps progressions, make sure you hit me up on Instagram at Isaiah Bauck or Facebook and let me know kind of where you're at. And I would be more than happy to bring value and just help you out um, during your bill phase. But I'm saying it's so important. Make sure you're tracking, um, tracking each mesocycle as you are progressing. And I'm going to be doing a more in-depth podcast down the road, guys, talking about like, 
you know, like an eight or 12 week mesocycle cycle and just kind of breaking down, you know, what, you know, what does it take to have a bill phase within a hypertrophy plan? What are things you should be looking at? Um, and, and just kind of moving forward with all of that. But guys, I'm going to go into number four. This one is the cornerstone of fat loss and muscle gain. I know we're talking about the build phase in this podcast today, but number four, straight up sleep, S-L-E-E-P, sleep, okay? You need it for your recovery, for muscle protein synthesis, for protein, carbs, and fats, for digestion, for cognitive functioning, for cortisol, testosterone, insulin. I mean, sleep literally, I mean, without sleep, you, you could die. I mean, there's a lot of studies out there. I was in the military for six years. I know what it's like to be on like two hours of sleep. And it's really scary and to see kind of what your brain actually ends up doing. It's just ridiculous how your brain shuts down. But guys and gals, I want to make this clear. All right. No matter if you're in a cut phase, if you're in a build phase, you got to get that sleep. Because if you're not getting that sleep and you're trying to train hard in an RIR one, for your top sets in a mesocycle and you think you're going to progress and you're sleeping four or five hours. And I get it when you're in a cut, if you're in prep, I remember when I was in prep, I, I, my sleep was horrible. I was, I was doing my best to sleep, but I was so dang hungry. Um, and it, that's just what prep is like, but I'm talking about to the general lifestyle client, just going into that bill face, trying to put on solid muscle. I don't care if you're in prep or you're a prep client or whatever you are, you got to get that sleep and you got to get, you know, super serious about that. I see this way too often that, um, that people, they, they take pride in like, yo, hashtag, uh, team, no sleep, you know, four hours, five hours. Um, but it is so important that you guys are taking this seriously because you're going to find yourself and it's called, I call it lagging feedback. You know, you might be feeling good for the first couple of days. I just had a client reach out the other day. Um, if he's listening to this, he's going to probably laugh, but, um, in the check in my clients, like, yeah, I think I just got immune for like immune to like low sleep and, and high stressful situations. And like the next day he got hit with a horrible cold. And I believe he actually had strep throat, but I don't need to pull out all the studies. There's so many studies on this is when you aren't getting your sleep, your immune system is compromised. Your body is not going to be recovering and foreign invaders are going to come into your body and you're going to get sick. You guys all understand there's a virus going around here. I don't care if it's the flu, COVID-19, whatever it is. I don't care. The most important thing is get your sleep. So your immune system is at hundred percent, but as well as we're talking about this, um, this bill phase being able to be in this bill phase and make sure that you guys are getting the right sleep. So your body's actually recovering. You're actually getting the right response. So when you go into the training the next day, you're getting those results. Okay. So kind of getting a recap guys, remember four tips going into your bill phase, understand that you've got to make sure that you're tracking your macros. Um, you know, if you're coming from a cut phase, you're going into that reverse diet, slowly adding in carbs. This is going to be dependent on everybody. I've had people, you know, you give them 50 grams of carbs and they start gaining weight really fast. I've had people, I've given them 50 grams and they barely move. And they're like, yo, I'm starving. You just slowly bring that up. This is going to be dependent on the client against sleep, right? 
stress, sleep and stress are going to be the two big cornerstones when it comes to managing those macronutrients and figuring out what is going to be the next steps. Okay. Um, number two, make sure you, you are increasing or being active, keep getting your steps. And that's going to really help with your metabolic rate, expanding your energy, getting those steps. And that's something I try to do at least twice a day that I'm getting those steps. Um, and then number three, make sure you guys are staying consistent with your hard training, tracking your RIR reps and reserve load progressions, reps, progressions, finding that sweet spot. That's kind of where the volume is going to be. An example would be, you know, you're, you're at 15 sets for chest at an RIR one. Okay. That's mesocycle one, four weeks after that, the next four weeks, what are you going to do? Are you going to stick at 15 and an RIR one kind of see where your progressions are going to be typically from there. I would say, maybe, can you sprinkle a little bit extra volume, maybe two extra sets, maybe two extra drop sets and see how your body responds to that. And then number four, sleep. What I just mentioned up there with adding two sets of volume, two extra sets for that hypertrophy mesocycle, you might not be able to do that if your sleep sucks. So understand, get that sleep because that's going to be extremely important, not only for the body to respond well to muscle protein synthesis, testosterone, insulin, um, all the great hormones, um, your cortisol levels. Because again, if you're not getting your sleep, your cortisol levels, that stress hormone that gets pumped out of your adrenals will get elevated. It will be chronic. Your body is going to stay in a sympathetic, which is a fight or flight state nervous system. And your body is going to stay inflamed and you're just not going to see the results. And unfortunately, a lot of people usually just quit. And that's why you don't, that's why you see a lot of people in the gym that they stay the same every year. Okay. I see it all the time. I see people, they look like the same, like they did the year before and the year before. And it's typically these small lifestyle changes that you need that I, as a coach, call out all the time. That's why it's so good to be having a coach so they can call you out on those things. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Built Elite Training Podcast. Again, this is your host, Isaiah Bowick. I hope you found value in some of these tips. Um, and again, guys, these tips were quick nuggets. There's so much more to go into this stuff. I mean, like I said, talking about uh, tracking your macros, so much, so many studies on that, uh, keeping your steps up. There's so many studies on talking about steps and how it can improve mental health and, and metabolic capabilities and, and, um, overall heart health. I mean, there's so many great studies there. And then, you know, training hard. I mean, you could have a whole podcast within itself about RIR and load and reps, which I will be down the road doing, um, and overall sleep. I mean, there's sleep books, there's studies, all of that. So again, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I will be doing these podcasts Tuesdays and Thursdays moving forward. So I appreciate you. Hope you have an amazing day and we'll talk soon.